Welcome, listeners, to our 2008 Oscar series review of The Reader. When I was young, I had an affair. She was a friend of yours. A kind of friend. She liked being read to. You never tell me what you've been studying. I'm studying a play. You can read it. I'd rather listen to you. Sing to me of the man, Muse. The man of twists. Twists and turns driven time and again off course. Why do you leave early? You always leave early. The affair only lasted a summer. I can't live without you. Even the thought of it kills me. Do you love me? So The Reader is a 2008 German-American romantic drama film directed by Stephen Doldry and written by David Hare based on the 1995 German novel of the same name by Bernard Schlink. Stars Kate Winslet as Hannah Schmitz, Ralph Fiennes as Michael Berg, and David Cross as young Michael Berg. The old uh, Stephen Doldry here. Certainly got an impressive beginning to his director's career, hasn't he? The first three films he made, he got nominated for Best Director. Billy Elliot, The Hours, and The Reader. That's quite an impressive start. And his fourth film, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. Didn't that get nominated for Best Picture as well? I Maybe. I think it did. I haven't seen it. Have you seen that? No. Definitely not. Anyway, Stephen Doldry's first choice for the lead role was Kate Winslet, but she actually turned the offer down due to a scheduling conflict with Revolutionary Road. I did see this, and they had lined up Nicole Kidman Mm. to come in and take the role. Thank fuck that didn't happen. What? Not a Nicole Kidman fan? Not really. I don't mind her. She's alright. Yeah, she's fine. She's kind of annoying. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, I think she is. You wouldn't want Chase Meridian playing a German war criminal? I didn't say anything about Chase Meridian. I said Nicole Kidman. Just imagine Chase Meridian, the a- the actual character of Chase Meridian playing. Stop! You don't want you don't <laughs> want to get me started before <laughs> while we're in the same room, Hendo. <laughs> yeah, so I did read that when Nicole Kidman accepted the role, the producers actually built a hiatus in order to allow her to finish filming Australia at that time. However, by the time Nicole Kidman was ready to film her scenes. She had to pull out because of her pregnancy. Yeah. And by that time, Kate Winslet had finished Revolutionary Road and was good to go. Some other people who were considered for the role of Hannah Schmitz was Juliet Binoche, Angelina Jolie, Marion Cotillard, and Naomi Watts. Fair enough. Some good choices there. David Cross, who plays young Michael Berg, actually learnt how to speak English specifically for this film. Which is crazy, because mm. you wouldn't notice it watching the film. He speaks English very, very yeah, well. Yeah, I didn't notice that at all. It's interesting that there's... German film was filmed in English and the writer specifically said they wanted it made in English. Do you think that's because he wanted more people to see it? Maybe he wanted this story to get a wider audience. Not because he, I thought the way you said he wanted more people to see it was like, more money, more money, more money. No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, Yeah. sure. But I agree with what you're trying to say is that if you make a German film about Nazis, then a very limited number of people are going to see it. If you make an English spoken film with Hollywood actors and whatnot, mm. it will get seen. So music by Nico Mooley. Do you know what else he did? It's actually a movie that we've broken down before. Die Hard. No, Margaret. Oh, Margaret. Yeah. One of your faves, yeah? Sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Cinematography by Chris Menges and Roger Deakins. Explain. Is this the first time we're talking about Mr. Deakins? Is it? No, it's not. He did No Country for Old Men. Yes, yes. So apparently Deakins actually did all of the Ralph Fiennes scenes. And then Chris Menges came in and did all the, you know, old style Kate Winslet scenes. And don't ask me who did the scenes when they're together. Sorry, scene. The one scene. Yeah. Maybe they got together for that one. No, but Deakins, 13 Academy Award nominee, one win. 
for Blade Runner 2049. He got nominated for, look at, look at this list. Sicario, Unbroken, Prisoners, Skyfall, True Grit, The Reader, The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford, No Country for Old Men, The Man Who Wasn't There, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, Kundun, Fargo, and The Shawshank Redemption. Some good films there. That's just the one he got Kundun. nominated for. Yeah. Kundun. I liked it. <laughs> nice. But this did get released in America on the 12th of December in 2008 with a runtime of 124 minutes with a tagline of how far would you go to protect a secret? Not bad. Not bad. It's okay. With a budget of $32 million, it grossed $34 million in America and worldwide grossed $109 million. Successful. Absolutely. But this was nominated for five Academy Awards that year. Won one for Best Actress. Which is odd, isn't it? Because Kate Winslet actually won the Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress. For Revolutionary Road. For The Reader. And they weren't going to push for her to be lead actress because they were going to they were gonna push Revolutionary Road. Have you seen Revolutionary Road? No. Neither have I. I want to, though. Isn't it the sequel to Titanic? No. That's not even funny. <laughs> Is that a joke, Endo? <laughs> he died at the end of Titanic. Oh, spoiler! <laughs> Now, apparently, in Kate Winslet's Oscar speech, she deliberately did not mention Harvey Weinstein at that time, back in 2008. And it wasn't because of any you know, sexual advances towards her. She just thought his aggressive business behavior with her over the years to be downright repugnant and therefore purposely did not thank him. I did see that, and I went back and watched the Oscar win from Winslet. It was really weird the way they did it. They had five best actress winners come up on stage and each one presented one of the nominees. That's what they did for the whole Oscars that year. It's a lot of work. I don't think it was a... Was it an anniversary that year? Was it the 80th? I have no idea. Could have been. And they were like celebrating that. Okay. I remember that because Heath Ledger won Best Supporting Actor that year Mm. and they had... Everyone up on the stage there. Mind you, I have gone and watched a couple of these videos during our 2008 Oscar series here, and it's it, they're long. Yeah, yeah, they're very long. Yeah, like they do. Each former winner does a long spiel on the nominee. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, let's get to the win. Skip, skip. <laughs> Before other nominations that year: best adapted screenplay, best cinematography, best director. And Best Picture. Interestingly, producers Sidney Pollack and Anthony Mangella both died before the completion of the movie. So as the film was nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards, the Academy made an exception from their rules not to name more than three producers as nominees because of this rare circumstance. Yes, so they amended it to be no more than three living producers. Wow. (laughs) I mean, they would have, surely. I'm going to leave that one alone. But this does have an average of 7.6, over 220,000 ratings over on... IMDb, the fourth highest of the Oscar series that we're doing. Really? I'm looking forward to- Don't say really. We we spoke about this last week and probably the week before. (laughs) I'm looking forward to where this ranks in your five of 2008, Hendo. As am I to you, sir. Why don't we find that out now? No, let's not do it right now. We'll do it at the end. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on patreon.com slash imdbjourney. And we've got over 50 bonus episodes over there too, including various film series like the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright and Quentin Tarantino. That's right. There's also tons of other benefits too. Early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put up on the regular. Yeah, exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down. And Dean said it spot on patreon.com slash imdbjourney. Go ahead and head on over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all. 